Hey, fitness business secrets listeners. Today, we are talking to Andrew Reed. He went from making almost negative money in his fitness business to almost making $250,000 a year in just a few years. You're going to find out how Andrew started his career in the fitness world. His big shift from, I don't know how to make money online to, I'm making a five-digit income through Facebook. In his first launch, he made $35,000 online. And you'll learn how he did it with just a camera and no fancy lighting production. Now, before his online success, he was up and down with his physical gym in Australia. You're going to learn how at times he would make $30,000 in a weekend in his small 3,000 square foot gym. Next, we'll get his take about how the gym landscape changed as his competition grew from three competing gyms to about 26 competing gyms in the area. And so although Andrew had incredible success with his gym, he actually shares with us these dark moments of owning his gym that left him earning almost nothing, jeopardized his family life, and forced him to work almost every day. And then we're going to learn his perspective on the two types of online business models. There's the mass appeal, low price business model, and then the one-on-one client, but high price point business model. This part will help you weigh what's the right one for you. And finally, you're going to learn how to set up your online programs so that you're making money along the way at different price points, but you're also helping your clients upgrade to higher price programs with you. Stay tuned. Fitness coaches get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Today, our guest is Andrew Reed. Located in Australia, he's a veteran personal trainer, author, lecturer for functional movement systems, and an Ironman triathlete. However, today, I'm interviewing him about his successful online fitness business. We're breaking up his in-depth interview where he shares all of his secrets into three parts. The first part is going to be about his physical gym, his success, and his struggles as he tried to make it work. In addition, we go into how he's making $250,000 gross sales online with no employees with an average of 50 clients per month. In the second and third parts of this interview that we'll release in the next two episodes, Andrew will go into more depth how he sets up his programs for accountability, how he does his training programs so it doesn't take him that much time, how he still addresses fitness what types of apps he uses, and the super innovative way he does his fitness challenge to get all of his challengers super psyched and feeling like they're part of a huge community, even though they're all online in different parts of the world. So we're here with Andrew Reed. He was so kind to get up early, talk to us from Australia, and he's going to tell us all about how to make it in the fitness world and personal training world. And his story hasn't been so easy. Andrew, how are you doing today? My first question is, how did you get started? What was your transition from offline to online? What was that about? Okay, so I've been training people for 28 years. So I've been doing this a long time. Obviously, that starts with face-to-face. 
back in the dinosaur days and you know like there were no chain gyms in australia at the time and all that kind of stuff and so really just did personal training and about two and a half years ago i had been struggling trying to like run my gym and do some online stuff i've been writing a lot of articles and the online component was growing but i hadn't really ever figured out a way to make any decent money from it and can and i ask you when you said you were working sorry to interrupt, because i'm really curious i mean just to open a gym is hard and a lot of people their end dream is to open their own gym right so how long did you have that before you started to look for online prospects I think total was about 10 years, oh. you know, because early internet marketing said that you had to become an authority and the easiest way to do that was to write articles. Mm -hmm. And so if you Google me plus fitness, you will find over 500 articles online, primarily on a website called Breaking Muscle. It's quite a high ranking website. So it's really helpful for me. But I wrote at one point, I was writing two or three times a week for oh. about a year straight. Yeah, yeah, like a, a ton of content on there. And then you add in some other websites and some podcasts and things like that. There's, there's, you know, like a reasonable amount of information on there, but I, I really enjoyed the online stuff. And I really like that opportunity to work with people from all over the world. So I've got customers right now. I've got a guy in Portugal. I've got a guy in Ireland. I've got three guys in Alaska. I have a guy in New York, but technically he lives in Spain. It's just that he got caught in New York and can't leave now. And <laughs> he can't get back to Spain. Um, <laughs> and I've got people all around Australia. That opportunity doesn't exist when you're training people in person. And so mm -hmm. the thing with the gym was expenses were going up and, you know, the, the gym was really struggling. And I just got to this point where I, I was really like at a loss for what to do. And my business coach at the time said, look, you know, you've been fooling around with, with, online for a while like kind of flirting with it you need to pull the trigger and and actually sell something or it's time to quit it completely and focus 100 on the gym and so he told me what to do he said i want you to make like a three or four minute video it's going to explain what's in the program it's going to explain you know how to sign up and basically i i, I had created a free facebook group i had about 600 guys in it at the time and I put this video in the group. So it's a free video, not a paid ad or anything like that. I put it in the group. I got 80 leads like overnight. I actually had to, I, I contacted him and said, I'm freaking out a little bit. I've never done anything that's had this many leads come in in a 24 hour period. And so those 80 leads one night. So this wow. wasn't run over time, 80 leads in one night. And so again, that's the power of international online businesses. You know, people were seeing it in New York as they woke up and people were seeing it in England and, you know, I was asleep and I was getting traffic. Right. But I, I was a little bit intimidated and I said, what do I do? And he said, you need to make another video now that says, okay, guys, you've kind of overwhelmed me a little bit, which is awesome. I'll get to all of you. It's just going to take me a little bit of time. And so I made the second video, which was now at like 11 o'clock at night, well after my bedtime. And I went to bed, I woke up and I started figuring out how the hell I was going to contact all these people. And so I set up just calling through Facebook the next day. And over two weeks, I did 40 hours of calls a week for two weeks. And I closed 35 of those guys at $1,000 each. So I went from this, like, I don't know how to make money online to I made $35,000 in my first ever sales drive. And at that point I went, okay, so I don't need the gym. Uh, and, and you know, I rang the real estate agent literally two days later and said, okay, so I'm letting you know over the phone, I'll put it in writing, obviously, but I'm not exercising my option to extend my lease and we'll be gone on this date at this time. I'll bring the keys back, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, that sounds amazing. And well, it's nice that you already had a Facebook group with 600 people because that's pretty good. What was it about this video that you felt made it so powerful? It's just me. And there are a lot of things that I'm not, I'm not terribly fast or strong or good looking or, you know what I mean? Like I'm not like an Instagram fitness kind of person, but what I am is really genuine, no frills and you know, so when I'm excited, I'm genuinely excited. When I'm pissed off, I'm genuinely pissed off. And so I write for me, basically. And guys in my age group react really well to that because what happens is most of them have come from a background, like most people in fitness, that of unsuccessful, 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 just trying everything, being misled by hype and, and let's face it, marketing lies for supplements and, you know, like different things. They've, I, I'm never, ever someone's first personal trainer. I can't remember the last time that someone hired me and I was the first time they'd ever been with a trainer. I, I usually hear something more like, oh, I've had like three or four trainers before. I've had a trainer for five years or whatever. And then someone finds me after they're sick of being misled by people. And they just appreciate the honesty, I think. And so the video was, you know, literally I, I got my, my phone, right? And I stuck it, I put it on a plyo box so it would look directly at me. I stood in front of a whiteboard that was behind me at my gym and I had written on the whiteboard what was in the program. So this is not a fancy video at all. I mean, this is like a bare bones production. I just went, this is what you're going to get. This is what you're going to get. This is what you're going to get. This is the results of what we did when I did this in the gym. If you're interested, comment below and I'll be in touch. And that was pretty much the video. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah and... de definitely no high production quality. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you imagine, okay, not high production, but they must have had the perfect script. They just know all the points to say. Well, I, I mean, I did because the program was, I had run something like that program in my gym for years. So mm. like I, I knew exactly what would happen if you followed it. The interval program that was specific with it, we actually had run that specifically in the gym. The results were fantastic. So like I, I knew the program inside out. I've been working with it for years and years, but in terms of, you know, like polished sales scripts and, and all that kind of stuff, like definitely not like no lapel microphone or no lighting, like just, it, it was really like the cheapest, most bare bones thing possible. But the difference was that the guys in that group, they had been following me from all these articles that I'd written and things like that. So the guys who jumped into that group that early were rabid fans. And, you know, so, you know, like as much as it looks like it was an overnight success, I'd been writing articles online for nearly a decade at that point. So, I mean, not so overnight after all. Yeah, that's actually a good point because first of all, you had a group of 600 and if these were really true fans, then that's a very actually strong group to have if versus if they're just random people in uh -huh. the group. And then you had a, a lot of articles that they had been reading. And before we transition to a very exciting kind of part of your career online, I want you to tell me all your secrets. I'm going to write them down right now. But before we get into that, I'm kind of still just a little bit curious about your gym because I think a lot of people can relate to either it being struggling, not sure if that's what they want to do, or maybe they're happy. But I think a lot can relate. Could you tell me, was it a personal training gym or was there like a gym floor what kind of gym was it and how big was it so it was about 300 square meters which is about 300 square sorry 3,000 square feet oh, to the us people okay. so yeah. reasonably large 
I had started it. My idea was that I wanted a gym that I could move everything around so I could set it up however I wanted to on any given day. So we had no racks. We had freestanding squat racks that you could move around, but everything else was kettlebells and, you know, like all the cardio stuff, the rowers and whatever, you can move them around so you can set the gym up however you want on any given day. We would do two classes a day. So there's a morning and an evening class, except for Friday night where there was, there's no Friday night class and there's no Saturday night class. Sunday was a day off. And I would do some personal training during the day, but most of the income was coming from group stuff. And then I was also teaching for, I was teaching for a kettlebell group called Dragondor. I was teaching the RKC stuff all around the world. That was worth quite a lot of money. And I was also hosting events like functional movement and things like that. And that was also quite lucrative as well. You know, my, my record for hosting an event for dollars was $37,000 Australian, like about $30,000 US from a single weekend. So, oh, wow. you know, like, like yeah, yeah, like, like there, there are some guys like Perry Nicholson. I don't know if you know him, but Stop Chasing Pain. He's quite a well-known chiropractor. The first time he came to Australia, he had the biggest attendance at an event that he'd ever had. And that was all from my marketing of the event. He also ran for the first time ever a two-day event where he'd been running a one-day event. That was because of me. I said, your thing has to be two days, not one day. He also had a manual for the first time ever because he'd never had a manual before. I said, look, man, like if you want to go into this next like price tier, it needs to be two days. This is how much it has to cost. You need to have a manual. And so that's actually how he runs all his workshops now. But, but he had like a record number of attendees the first time he ever came to Australia. We had Lee Burton from FMS. There was... Mm-hmm. One year, so we had that year, the only dates we could get in was Easter long weekend. And I was a little bit panicked because you have to provide a, a deposit. Like a, if the event fails, FMS is still going to get at least this much money off me. Like I promise you're going to get at least this many customers. So you sign on the dotted line and you send them that money. And I'm like, oh, Easter long weekend, this is a bit rough. And we got like 70, 80 people to it on, on Easter. And then that year how much do people pay for fms it's always difficult because it's always in us dollars and the conversion to aussie dollars is a bit strange but it's usually about 12 or 1300 aussie and then the host gets a a percentage of that and later that year though they said that the only time he's got available it's like two weeks before christmas and it was like a tuesday wednesday thursday the two weeks before christmas so not even like a normal friday saturday sunday setup and I was like, yeah, no worries, no worries, because <laughs> I, I just got 70, 80 people over Easter. I'm 100% confident that if Lee comes, and Lee's amazing, I, if we get Lee back, I don't care if he comes on Christmas Day, I'll sell that out. And we did. We got like another 78, yeah, it was like 77, 78 people to that one midweek, two weeks before Christmas. So, you know, it was doing quite well with that stuff. So when I looked at how the gym was, the success of it was not actually, it wasn't on the training side. It was because I was doing all this other stuff. And over time, I, I stopped doing so much of it. FMS changed the way their courses were being run. They became smaller. And so that side of the business started to fall away. I had been so focused on these big ticket things that I had let the small things go away. And we got to this point where, you know, when the events were down to much smaller events and much fewer that the training was not strong enough. I hired a business coach. I started looking at advertising, all these different things. But the real problem from my perspective now, looking back was, again, I had this split focus on, am I trying to do online? Am I trying to do in person? And 
I probably had too much focus on the online stuff, even though I was saying I'm, I'm focused on in person and it just wasn't successful for me. I know there are other people that can do it, but for me, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it can be challenging. Just so I know some quick numbers, I'm curious because it's pretty expensive in New York for gyms and depending what floor you're on, where were your gym located in Australia? Is okay, it in so a big about, city? Yeah, it's in Melbourne. So oh. Australia is a lot different to the US in mm-hmm. terms of the way the cities are structured. But so it was about 20 kilometers outside the CBD of Melbourne. So about, uh, what's that, like 12, 13 miles outside the, the CBD in what would normally be like a kind of industrial area. So a lot of factories and warehouses and that kind of stuff. So it was a warehouse gym in terms of the area. So most major cities in Australia are along the beach. And so the beach suburbs are very expensive. And so where my gym was, it was on the border of a beach suburb, if that makes sense. So not in the beach suburb itself, because then rent would have been too expensive, but I was right next door to it, very close so that I could still access those customers. But when I started, there were uh, like three or four gyms in my area within a 10 minute drive. When we finished, there were 26 or 27 So yeah, yeah. and that's fitness in general is so massively oversaturated. And in the US, you might be able to get away with that. But in Australia, I mean, Melbourne has a, it's got a decent population, it's 5 million people, roughly. All of Australia, there's only 25, 24 million people, something. So, you know, like like the number of gyms and personal trainers, and it's very difficult to stand out. And if you're Unless you're educated and you've been burnt by half a dozen people along the way, when you just look for a gym, the first thing people look for is price. And so they would contact me and I would tell them what we charge. And obviously, and what we did were you far charge? More we, back then, we were charging $60 a week, $66 a week. So it was uh, like $132 a fortnight. The difference in cost, though, and we talked about this before we started, was you know people can go join a big box gym, they were paying $10 a week. And so they would look at me and say, well, how come you're so much more expensive? Well, the difference is you're actually going to get a result with me, but they don't know that. They, they don't, un- like until they've actually experienced no success or being injured, they don't understand what that difference in price is. And it just got to the point with, and I had tried every trick possible. My website, I had gone through all of the introduction stuff from my website and I had deliberately used the name of most of the other big gyms around me in the ad copy for my website. As an example, that there was a gym nearby called Star Fitness. And so I had written a sentence that said, if you want to be a superstar with fitness, <laughs> that, you know, you, you would do this. And so Google would pick it up and obviously realize that all I was doing was chucking keywords at things. But I had deliberately written stuff using people's own copy because if people were looking for that, then they would find me by accident as well. And so I had done every little trick you can think of even going back to like old school things with article directories and submitting articles, getting them spun on a thing like Fiverr and ending up with like 50 articles being put on article directories, all linking back to my site. There was a whole bunch of sneaky stuff that I had done and it was still not enough to bring in enough leads to make it worthwhile. Also probably definitely not as good at sales as I am now. I'm, I'm way better now. My, my closing percentage now for sales is like about 80% or something. Oh, wow. So. Um, yeah yeah back then it would be more like about 10 percent. oh wow yeah so that's a big difference but yeah i mean the local gym market it's tricky it's very finite who you can uh, market to yeah. so how much was the rent there 
what was the rent was about four and a half thousand a month. Let me think. So fifteen hundred Australian is about a thousand and thirty right now. So you'd be looking at about three thousand two hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's still a good amount considering that it's not on like Maine and Maine. All right. So I, I see the numbers and just curious when you say it was struggling, were you actually losing money or were you just kind of breaking even, making just a little bit? So breaking even mostly, but you know, you'd get to always like Christmas and Christmas was always this kind of period where I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'm not doing anything fun for the next six weeks. So, right. you know, our, our seasons are obviously different and schools will break up about a week before Christmas. And we have our version of 4th of July is Australia Day. It's on the 26th of January. And it's super hot in Australia. I mean, you, you, quite often late January, early February, there will be a week where it's over 40 degrees Celsius, which is like over 110 degrees Fahrenheit. And, and we'll get a week straight like that usually. And so no one goes to work because it's too hot and uncomfortable. And so basically from just before Christmas until the end of January, no one's training. You might have five or six people. And, you know, so that month was always different. I'd be like crazy to do something. And the, the thing that was actually the catalyst, this is a weird story. I, I had gotten sick of it completely. Like the whole thing, I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to go apply for a job. I actually had applied to be a police officer. They were doing a big recruiting drive. And one of the things you have to do for like security clearance is go through your passport and write down all of your trips overseas for the last five years or something. And I'd had heaps because I was teaching all around the world. I, I've been to China to teach kettlebells. I've been to the US a number of times. I've been to England to speak. You know what I mean? Like, like I had a lot of trips, but you also have to do your partner's passport for the last five years. And I went through her passport and she had been to a couple of different kettlebell things overseas, but we had had one holiday together and we'd been together for seven years or eight years at that point one holiday together in eight years and I just remember looking at it and thinking like if I'm not careful she's going to leave this is not this is that's no way to have a relationship and one of the the coolest things about getting rid of the gym and going online was that that first year we actually had a holiday together something we hadn't done in you know like like really hadn't done it at all and so I mean it's, it's a small thing but it's a was a really big deal because I'd gotten to the point where I would have staff and, you know, I would take certain classes off to have a sleep in or to just do some business work or whatever, but my customers wouldn't turn up when they knew I wasn't going to be there. They, they wanted me, they were paying for me. And mm. so I realized I was basically paying someone to stand in an empty gym anyway. And so why would I bother doing that? So I just went back to running all the classes myself. So I, I didn't have a business. I had a job I had to be at every damn day and it was running six days a week. And so, and if I shut down, I wasn't going to make any money. And so people would say like, oh, how come you don't take any time off over Christmas? And I would say, oh, well, you know, because there's some people here or whatever. But the truth was I had to stay open. So I at least had some money coming in to help pay rent for that month. I mean, it was just miserable, you know? Yeah. Well, I can relate. I mean, the gym was doing well, but then at the same time, we had a lot of expenses. So it was, you know, you just have to because we had a lot of staff and we would do it, but it was exhausting. That, so I can relate with the whole, the challenges. The expenses now, what do I, I don't pay rent. My house, I own my house outright. So I don't pay anything for the house. I pay web hosting. I pay software for training and I pay ads. So, you know, like my total expenses and I got mad at my ad guy yesterday 
because I said, hey, man, my, like my bill for last month for ads was 800 bucks. I was paying four and a half thousand dollars just for rent. So, you know, that's not counting power. That's not counting phone. And, and I was upset about having to pay 800 bucks for ads. So, yeah. you know, that money that we talked about before with, you know, like, hey, I made a free video and I did this and I did that. It cost me like $9 a person to service those $35,000 worth of business. Yeah. $9 a person is pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. So so we get the story now. We get kind of yeah, where you've come failure. from. <laughs> <laughs> you're walking through sand. I see you walking through sand and you're you're and looking I'm, at I'm your crying, <laughs> You're looking at your bank account. You're just thinking, what what's is there hope, God? And then you put up this this video and it it sounds really interesting. So tell me how is your business now? What do you do? Besides when we say online training, I know we talked about this a little earlier, but just so the listeners know, do you do a program? Do you do one-on-one training? Do you do group classes online? What, what does it look like for you? Okay. So I need to frame this in how I look at the fitness industry. And I think most of the fitness industry do th- stuff wrong. And this is a thing I got off a guy called Charles Staley. And he wrote about it in terms of training. He said, you go to the gym and you see most people wasting their time in group classes. So you should go do personal training, for instance. You see a lot of people spending time on machines. You should do free weights. So look at what the majority in the fitness industry is doing. Turn your back on them and go do the other thing. So when we look at most of the fitness industry, they do low cost, low barrier to entry and group stuff. So, yeah, that's one way to go about it. But if you understand the way the internet works, like early internet fitness businesses. And I'm going to say like Emily Sky, Kayla It Science, like businesses bringing like 20, $30 million a year. The way they got successful, you can't do that now. It, it doesn't exist because the way Facebook works is different. The way Instagram works is different. The structure for how you get customers is different because you have to pay to get a customer now. Like I, I don't have organic reach anymore. It's not something that really exists. I get it in my free group. That's the only place I get it. But on my business page, if I make a post, what, like 10% of the people might see it or something. So if I have to pay to get your attention, I can't spend $100 to get you to click on my ad if I'm selling a $100 program. That doesn't make any sense at all. If I'm doing that, I better make sure I've got a really strong second offer for you that actually gets me some money, right? And I've got to have a really good sales process to make sure you buy that thing. Mm-hmm. But so... Most of the low ticket stuff, I was like, well, that's not going to work. And the thing I'm best at is one person, one program. So you tell me where you're at right now. I will figure it out. You tell me what equipment you've got. You tell me how many injuries you've had. And because we talk about 40-year-old guys, there's a lot of injuries. So my background with FMS sets me up for that. I mean, I present for them. I'm good at corrective exercise. You know, you tell me where you're at. I'll figure it out. And I'll write you one program. So when I get people that come along and they go, oh, well, my wife wants to train as well. Great. But I need to talk to her separately. That's a different program. I have a son who I train, who is training for special forces officer. And the dad is amazing. The dad's super fit. Can't do the same program because the volume of training that the 24 year old son is able to handle is so much more than what the 45 year old dad is able to handle. So two programs. And because it's exclusive, high quality, whatever, I can charge a lot for it. So even if I have to pay $100 to get your attention, I'm still going to make money off it. I'm not selling the program and not making any money. 
So that's the first thing mm -hmm. is like one-to-one -one, and about half of my customers are actually one-to-one. -one. I've got at the moment, it's exactly even. I've got 25 one-to-one -one guys and I have 25 guys in a group thing. The group mm -hmm. thing is called the personal best challenge. It's a competition because guys like competing. So it's based on who makes the most improvement over time. And it's a little bit like a pentathlon. There's five events. They get ranked for not who was fastest or who lifted the most, but who made the most improvement in each event. And so the winner actually gets a cash prize, plus they get their entry back. So the, the end prize is $2,500. So they pay the same amount as $1,500 for one-to-one -one for three months. It's $1,500 for the group for three months. So they get their entry back plus $1,000. So it's a legit prize that's actually worth competing for. Hmm. And there's 25 guys in that as well. The group thing is, I see a lot of people say that one-to-one, -one, you can only handle like about 30 people at a time. Hmm. I see the guys who say that are not terribly experienced, to be honest. They clearly aren't very good trainers. I mean, when I look at someone training, because I've done so much of it, I know that, hey, if you weigh this much, you should probably be able to lift this. You should be able to do this many push-ups. Your rowing time should be this. You should be able, you know what I mean? Like, like I know because I've done it with hundreds and hundreds of people in person over years and years. And I would have my normal client retention for in-person was over two and a half years. So I, I would get to know my customers very well. And when you see someone say, oh, you can only handle this many people yourself. No, you can't. It just means you don't have a good system in place. But what they then say is you need to create like template-based stuff, which is what the personal best thing is, and drive them towards that. It's actually about the same amount of work. If anything, the group is a little bit more work, to be honest, mm -hmm. because you'll get a lot more questions, you'll get a lot more interaction, and annoyingly, you get tagged in a lot of posts, as I always feel like being tagged by a group situation is like a little kid tugging on your arm saying, hey, I want your attention, I want your attention. Because that's just another thing I have to go look at now on Facebook when I'm really trying to do something else over here. So split between the two things. And then there's a third thing, which is actually a low ticket thing. And the way I think about it is I don't advertise that. I'm never going to pay to advertise that. It's only $100. It's $100 US. And it's 28 days. It's basically just how to live a healthy life. And so guys actually get really amazing results from it because they go to sleep earlier and they eat better and actually do an amount of training that's appropriate for their bodies instead of trying to kill themselves with, I don't know, trying to keep up with a CrossFit Games workout or something. And the only reason I have that is because you need a way to go from, here's all my free information in my, my group. And so that group now, by the way, has gone from 600 people to about 1,600. So it's grown a reasonable, it's grown three times roughly in two and a half years. So that's pretty good. But I need them to go from the free group to actually getting used to giving me money. And so this is just a business thing, right? So my attitude is everyone is walking around with my money in their pocket. And my job is to get my money out of their pocket and back into my pocket where it belongs, right? So I have to have something that gets them used to paying me money and actually has a lot of interaction. So I actually get, I would say, a disproportionate amount of interaction from me in the 28-day $100 thing because I want them to start to really like me and trust me. And then the goal is to get, again, put a strong offer in front of them at the end of that and get them to come into a group thing or one-to-one -one or whatever it happens to be so that they give me more money. Mm, yeah, I like it. Hey, thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. 
That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end dot C-O. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnessecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.